Has forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25 minute man. Wow. Oh, you got skills, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you. Welcome to episode number something or other of the Take with Willie Mason, the Origin 15, I think. Review special. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. It is. We did it's the preview review. special, now we're on the review special. Yep. It's all about Origin, Will. It you is, were up mate. there. This time mate. of the year, mate. It's great. I was up there. Yeah, I was. I, I went up there on Monday for New South Wales Rugby League and Deadly Choices. Uh, we had a great time up there. Um, it was Willie Tonga and a few other guys. We had, we had a, re- a really great week. We're up there in the Aboriginal community. Just educating and trying to help uh, young kids running coaching clinics and, and everything like that. It was it was very rewarding. And the cherry on top was was last night. Well, I was actually – I messaged you halfway through the game because I was very concerned about your physical safety. I yeah. thought New South Wales were up about 400 points by that stage yeah. and your big head was sitting in that stadium. And I was concerned that some of the Queenslanders might have uh, – but you were very well received up there, as it turned out. Yeah, I'm, I'm all right up there. They don't time hate you heals, anymore. Time heals. Time heals. Time heals. But uh, yeah, Queensland were really good up there. Townsville, um, shout out to Townsville. They did an amazing job just the whole week. Obviously, like Townsville's not built for, you know, these these sort of crowds and the amount of people that were going up there and the flights and you know everything just got bombarded. And to do that in what two weeks, and then have everybody accommodated for. Um, Everything the whole night, they, they shut off Flinders Street. Uh, they had um, bands and uh, was it Jessica Malboy she was playing mm. uh, on this end. Yeah, they had a big screen up there, so if you didn't want to go into the game. and Yeah, they, they, they did a really good job. Towns was a great city. They love their rugby league. I'm glad they went – I'm glad they took it to, um, to a regional town, especially Townsville. I mean, everyone was very sceptic at the start, going, oh, you know, it's, it's a home, you know, home ground for them. Yeah, fair enough, but I – New South Wales just had that siege mentality. They did, and I thought I thought they would, but it, it was it was an outstanding turnout. Great from our guys, but like Townsville really turned it on. They, they was, it was it was a great great time up there. I missed all the prelim stuff because I was standing in the freezing cold coaching mm. my son's football team. But were the Veronicas? Oh yeah, the Veronicas played. Were that they played? That's yeah. an interesting choice. I thought a- Mal- Malboy would have. Trump those girls. Would, I never heard. I haven't heard from them for like fifteen years. They're on that Celebrity Apprentice show. I don't know. I yuck don't, I, and I yuck. That was a. Dis- I don't know. It was awful. I honestly, know you got the Veronica. <laughs> Veronica. I was like, oh yeah. yeah. When I think rugby league, so I think the Veronica. It, qu- it was just Queensland entertainment. That's what it was. But they, oh, they're from <laughs> Melbourne as well. It's just, I don't know. It was just tacky, man. I don't understand why we can't attract like massive stars. Obviously with COVID, but regardless of COVID, we never put like proper big stars at in Origin. It's the biggest spectacle of the year, I reckon, in sports in Australia. It warrants something like a, you know, a Super Bowls and stuff like that. They're getting, I don't mean Beyonce, get Beyonce and um, we should get Beyonce. Beyonce. Well, I'm pretty sure we can get Bring Madonna. We're pretty sure we can get Madonna or someone like that. She's not doing anything. Elton John, He'd yeah, be good. Someone like that. Do you know what? Po- poison, <laughs> Bros. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, though, I reckon? Right said Fred's not doing much at the moment. We've got – they were good, though, weren't they? <laughs> they had one song. Don't you reckon, though? I look at it now. You've got – Billy Idol was probably the greatest one of all time. Yeah. Why do we still – do we really need the pre-match entertainment? Does no anyone get anything out that. of it? No Nobody's there. Half time, no one cares. Everyone is – you know where they are? Toilet or the bar? Yeah. 
That's I'm, it. I'm holding on to that piss until half time. Yeah. Then I'm rushing. And to we the had, and I had I had great tickets. New South Wales Rugby League really hooked us up there. It was great. Well, they they did what they do now, which is which is awesome. Any every debutant, they they fly all their family up, and they put them in a in a box. Food, alcohol, all that kind of stuff. It's a, it's amazing. Oh, and the the debutants, Toto, Luai. Liam Martin. So all the Penrith boys, <laughs> Mount Drew in the house. Penrith, right Oh, there. they loved it, mate. They had such a great time. And I was sitting there with Heine and Wingy and a few other guys, um, Beaver. We're all in the same box. And it was just uh, – it was an amazing atmosphere for us. Um, because, you know, going up there, there wasn't many blue supporters up there. That no. whole thing was red. You can see that from the from, – um, Watching on the TV, but you know we're we're, we're protected there. But they were going off. It was it was some fun in there. Good on them. Yeah, and well, their boys played. And their boys played outstanding. I they was did. so proud. Two of those, those two young kids and Liam Martin. But those those young kids, mate. They just it's a it's a thunderbolt of energy. You know, it's a whole. The, the camp is amazing. What Freddie has done. I was staying at the Mercure in in Townsville, um, and New South Wales was staying there as well. The boys and I'm not that sort of ex player. It's going to go out and just try and hang out with, with the current players. If they come up and say good day, I would always say hello to them. I don't want to bother them, pretty much, you know. Um, but you know, I saw, I saw them. They come up and say hello, like Trell and uh, Fox and Luai and um, Bizza, which is Brian Toto's nickname. Just the young, you know, they really embraced us and stuff. Like, and Willie Tonga was staying with me, and he's, um, you know, obviously he's through him through Queensland, but he, even he felt comfortable with those guys. Mm. Freddie's done an amazing job. He's really nailed it. Just the energy and how he got those guys up. All week, very relaxed, but at a, at a just a real siege mentality. Come up, take take game one, go home. You know what I mean? But like just the, the way that they were training and playing and how they played for each other, yeah, it was sharp. It was impressive. It was just a different energy toward in the team. Bringing those young kids in, bringing Tao in, um, bringing uh, Luai, and having Latrell back into camp. Uh, with the Fox, their energy is, is it's infectious. It's really infectious. So you've got a really young squad there. You've got a great team, man. You've got a great team. It, could, it can really turn into something special. Well, let's deep dive into the game itself thanks to bettingsite.com.au. They would have had a fill-up, wouldn't they? Who's that? Betting site. Yeah. We, we, everyone, we were back in Queensland, left, right, centre. <laughs> 13, 13 plus. plus. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I was so, just trying to get more money. Congratulations, betting site, for taking all of our cash. But um, let's get into the game itself. I think, and this is probably an unpopular decision but or an unpopular opinion, but I didn't like the game. Do you know what? I, really? I sit there and I watch... I support New South Wales to some extent, you know. Just because I was born in New South Wales doesn't mean that I've, yeah. you know, I'm desperate for New South Wales to win. You support the game. I support the game, and I, and I wanted a good game of footy, and I didn't get a good game of footy. Because what I see on when you're at the game, I think you see a different, a different, obviously a different angle. You don't see everything. It's not, you know. Um, so what I saw was a a Queensland that was quite quite poor, and and New South Wales side that was just on. Like I think, and I'm not sure how to go. If, if someone goes, was Queensland really poor, or New South Wales unbelievable, or just I'm not sure. Was it just a really low quality game? Queensland didn't turn up. The perspective I got was totally different to yours. So what is yours? You think it was a poor quality game? I th- I look at the game and I think there are moments in that game when New South Wales lifted the intensity levels and Queensland couldn't match yeah. it. And so if I'm looking at an origin game, I go, all right, New South Wales are going to score a try. They might even score two tries. They scored three or four tries. Queensland scored just before half time, And there's that element of, oh, the Queensland spirit. And 
they're going to come back and you know you never know they they can mm. they have to score first after half time they turned it up yeah and it was the game was gone and and it was probably gone earlier than i thought the only reason i thought that the game wasn't gone is cuz i bought into the queensland hype of queensland never give up well yeah. they did give up yeah it looked like it um losing christian welsh was was a big drama you know, he does a lot of things that people that don't really understand the game and in the ruck sort of defence and how he, how he finishes on his front a lot. He got a little bit of a tip on, but his defence is outstanding. His runs are really good, you know. And then, you know, young Fodawaka, who's, you know, he's been playing off the bench a lot with the Titans. He's been playing good. He barely starts a game. Now he's got to play, what, 60 minutes straight, mm. I think. Um, you know, Tino well, didn't play his best game. Didn't, David Fafita didn't play his best game. Jai Arrow, um... Yeah, Kafusi, they were just on the back foot the whole time. Their runs were – they were just getting belted. Like, um, our defence compared to Queensland's, our defenders are way better. Jake Chaboyevich, Cam Murray, two of the best defenders in the game. You know, you know what I mean? Like, they just they – just, they hit and they stick. Like, Jake Chaboyevich wasn't doing Junior Paulo or Payne Haas numbers, but he was breaking people in half. Mm. He was. And even Isaiah Yo's defence, Tarek Sims – now you run at that bloke, he's going to put you on your ass. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, like uh, Cam Murray took care of took care of Fafita. He didn't touch a ball for like I think maybe thirteen minutes, something like that. They really took him out of the game. It was it was just it was it was weird to watch Queensland be how, like that. How was it when it was live? Because I mean, w- watching it on TV, as you say, th- there's a very different vibe when you're mm. watching a game live as to where you're watching it on TV. Did it feel at any point in that game, and obviously you got the Queenslanders around you, did it feel like Queensland were in that game at any point? No. No, not at it all. Didn't look like and it even all. the crowd, like just say playing at Suncorp when we we'll, um when I was playing and even watching it the last couple of years, when they rip out that Queenslander, Queenslander, it usually goes for about a minute. Yeah. It went for about four times I was saying it, Queenslander, blah, 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 you know, and then done. It wasn't going like that, and the atmosphere didn't really because you know what? We would shut it down. Mm. So every time they were trying to get on the front foot, bang, dominant tackle. You know, you know what I mean? Or if they were trying to get on top, boom, big run from New South Wales. Something like that. We just took the crowd element. We took it out straight away. So they had nothing to cheer about because that's their little 18th man. Their crowd is. Mm. And Suncorp's different. Towns is a, is a mini Suncorp. Everyone's sort of taken the blueprint from Suncorp. Bank West and, and same as uh, North Queensland. So I'm not sure what it's called. One three hundred smiles. Okay. I should. I, they should have my face out there, or my teeth. They should. Hey. Still- <laughs> <laughs> I was a. I'm a, I'm a North Queensland great. You are. Um, yeah. Wooden spoon. Twenty ten. Good I'll year. Go, yeah, me with a wooden spoon up there. That looks good. Just holding it. Um, yeah, I just. Yeah, it was. It was just. It was a weird feeling. I love. I love. I love. I love the game. I love Origin. And everything's about. But I understand. I was. You know. I read a lot of social media stuff, and they're like, it, it was a shit quality game, all that kind of stuff. I don't really buy that because I think I'm just a one one eyed. Blue supporter when I come down when I come down to it. Well, I mean, honestly, will I'm not. I mean, I am. I want New South Wales to win, and and probably um, there's been a number of years where, through obviously my friendship with Greg Inglis, I you know I wanted Greg to do well. So yeah. I probably not that I'm you know I because I guess that I'm lucky enough to know some of the people involved mm. in these games. I support people rather than it's like with the Roosters. I, I want Same. the Roosters to win. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I go for players. I don't but, really go for people. I mean, but teams. I want news. I wanted New South Wales to win that game, but I also wanted it to be good, and it just wasn't good. Let, let's talk about Queensland's quality because one, David Fafita is probably we've talked about this before. He's probably the most damaging ball runner 
in the yeah, NRL at yeah, the moment. Easily. There was one passage of play where he really wound up. He had he, there was no one near him. He came off the back fence and he came straight at Cam Murray and Cam Murray just chop tackled him one on one in front, chop tackled him. And I, I just looked at that and I thought, is he not running as hard? Is Murray got his like Murray doesn't even know Murray's a good defender, but Murray's a really good defender. He is. He he snaps people in half. But what you just said then, he had that he had a lot of energy in that sort of set. But I want that from the start. Yeah. I don't want my most damaging ball runner sitting on an edge for the first twelve to thirteen minutes. I want him to get the ball in the first set. You know what I mean? Like, and that's Show coaching. That's coaching. He should be getting. He should be get. The owner should be on him straight away to get a touch in the first set. Straight away. I don't give a shit about your edge or anything like. You get in the ball. You get in the middle. I don't give. It, I don't give a fuck. You get in the middle and you steamroll someone mm. because they they go off his energy because he's one of those guys. He'll throw people off, you know. And then the crowd comes into it. It took him out. Took the crowd out of it because he's the only real damaging ball runner we have to worry about. Mm. And. He got nullified straight away. So a lot of their key players had some really poor games. But that's the beauty of Origin, isn't it? Three games. You get to sort all that sort of shit out. But their key players, mate, um, have a look at Harry Grant. He's been underdone, hasn't he? Showed. He, I think he needs a bit of a break. I don't think he was. I, I don't know. Like, but Reed Marnie's been playing well. I don't know why they picked Harry but, Grant. But, like, just say, like, Harry Grant has been outstanding. He had a, he had a great year last year. But he's he's in Melbourne and he, he play, hasn't played. He hasn't played. That's what I'm saying. He hasn't played. He hasn't put the minutes in. He doesn't really need it. But I think I thought he needed a break. Put Marnie on the bench. Or put I'm not, I'm not sure. Put someone in to give him a rest because Jake Friend was great last year. I miss Jake Friend. Someone like him who would make fifty to sixty tackles. You can put him back to lock. You put Harry Grant on. Well, interestingly, you mentioned that because you've you, you're big on balance. Balance yeah, in a side. Balance, mate. And Brimson's there fourteen. Brimson ended up playing sixteen minutes at the end at hooker. Yeah. Now, when's the last time Brisbane played? You know what I mean. Like it just, it just felt wrong. But it's one of those. It's it's, it's it's very tactical now how you pick your bench, because everyone's going off what happened last year. Because Pappenhausen wasn't on the bench, they they think it's Freddie's fault and all that kind of stuff. So everyone's trying to pick a fullback slash winger slash this and that. You need a slashy on your bench that can just play everywhere, mm. like a Kurt Gidley, a Craig Wing, a Sean Berrigan, those sort of blokes who can just fix any position, but mainly give your hooker a rest. That's what it is, because he's doing all the work in the middle. Harry Grant got spotted up so much, he was in his, his tackle involvement would have been about 70. Mm. He would have made about probably 50 plus one-on-ones. Mm. And Junior Paulo, Payne Haas, big bodies. Tarek Sims every time he came off an edge. Isaiah Yo was coming at him. The outside backs were going at him. Trevojevic, Trevojevic and Latrell, outstanding. They just kept going at him, going at him. He's, the kid's not that big, mm. and he's young. He's inexperienced. I mean, he had a great game last year. Who, oh, cares? Did. Who cares? No, yeah. I'm just saying he had a great game, but no one cares. That's last year's That's origin. Last year. Everyone's going to measure you off your last origin. And all of them were pretty poor. Have you ever seen AJ Brimson play anywhere other than fullback? No. So why are you picking a specialist? So I'm saying do you put hold up Reed Marnie gets injured on the weekend as well, doesn't he? Yeah, but only because he was playing. That's he what I'm saying. Squad, he, got, yeah. he, got, he should have been picked in the he squad and he should have been yeah. on the bench. Because I think pretty, you know, if because everyone's trying to hedge their little bets and go, oh, you know, what if he gets hurt and where am I going to put him and this and that. Like, you don't know what's going to happen now because of HIA and all that kind of stuff. It's just like, hey, anyone can get injured. Anybody. Your fullback to your front rowers is everyone's free game. So, you know, the coaches need to pick that play. I think we've got the best. We've got Jack Whiten. 
He can play anywhere in the back line. I'm pretty sure he can play lock back row, nearly even front row and hooker. He's just a, he's just yeah, a footballer. He's a footballer. He's a footballer. I think he's the perfect number 14. It sucks. I know he'd hate to hear it. He's going to be part of this winning squad, and he's probably going to play an accumulated of 40 minutes. You know what I mean? He only went on because of the head knock last um, last night, and he got like five minutes in the second half. Mm. It's just it is what it is. And Freddie, as long as they understand that, everyone's fine with playing their role. Yeah. You know, like our bench was outstanding, mate. Payne Haas and Junior Paulo, all those blokes. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room as far as I'm concerned. And it's it's hard to say it after one game, but Paul Green. Paul Green, he oh. finished in inauspicious circumstances at the Cowboys. He's won a comp. I'm not saying he can't coach, but he's on the back of Wayne Bennett. Wayne Bennett came in last year with the worst origin side in the history of the world. And all of a sudden wins wins yeah. a, wins a comp that he wins a series that he shouldn't have won, and then all of a sudden he follows it up with Paul Green. I think, honestly, players don't like him. Players don't like Paul Green. It happened at the Cowboys. I talk to players, mate, all the time. I know it. I was with players, Queensland players, last night having a chat with them. I'm not going to name anyone, but I know for a fact that they don't like him. They don't like the way he talks to them, the way he acts, all that kind of stuff, mate. That's, I'm going to leave it at that. They don't like him. It's probably going to be his first and last year because it might be a sweep. Well, I mean, it does look that way. And, and realistically, I think – I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, but the amount of coaching – we've talked about this before – the amount of coaching that goes into rep sides is minimal, right? Like yeah. these are all the best players in – the competition you don't need to coach you give them a basic game plan and you go this is how we're going to play this is where we think the strengths are mm-hmm. if they don't like a bloke if they don't want to play for a bloke how is that enhancing in any way shape or form the team it's not good i know that um and um subconsciously it plays on you you know just imagine like they're talking in the in the camp or just say when the players are back in their room and they actually don't like the coach like fuck i hate him I've been I've been in teams like that mm. where it starts you start you know you just you start talking all this bad shit about coaches and Pulls this and at that. the it fabric does, it does, of the yeah, team. and it, you know you, you think it's not really doing much but it is because it plays on you you know I don't really like that coach or assistant coach or this and that because you got to be very I don't know you got to be very careful how you talk to these kids man do you know what I mean like this is origin you don't really know these kids pers- personally is it personally. Personally? Personally. Personally. They don't, he doesn't know him like that. A guy like Wayne Bennett can come. He's a perfect origin coach. Knows players, understands them. Just get your team, get that team to, the, to play the best 80 minutes on that Wednesday. He knows characters. He knows players. He knows how to get play, players up for that moment. Because players are at that level, we don't have to get coached that much. And in origin, you don't have to coach at all. Australian teams, you don't have to coach at all. We've all got the same players. You just got to execute and get every single player up for 80 minutes. So imagine that a side that's just been pumped that badly, mm. right? I, I can't see the changes that they make that change it, to be honest. Like they might bring Ponger in. I don't know who else they're going to bring in that's going to change that side. But I heard Ponger might be out for more than game two. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, then they come into camp game game two. So I'm, pick, I'm, I'm picking AJ at fullback. Felt's dropped. Holmes wing. You're moving home. I thought Holmes was okay. I think he's the best winger in the world. Yeah, he probably That's is. That's a problem. I mean, side note, Latrell Mitchell, 
the best player on the field. 100%. Hands down. Yeah. I mean, this whole narrative, I mean, I, I love Turbo. He had a great game, but he finished three tries. The shit that Latrell did last night, the one-on-one stuff, the beating the man, he was he defeated. Dang, gags. Imagine the shit talk was going on this week at Trent. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Gag eyes oh. out this week. He's probably. I mean, hiding. I love Gags. Gags my boy. Gags is my Be boy, hiding. and so's Trell. Man, that was that was a clinic. Mm. That was a clinic, man. Uh, he was outstanding. He was the best player on the field, easasily, hands down. Tommy Gunn second, Cleary third. Yeah, I'd I give mean, I'm not, not going to be bi- I'm not going to be biased because I think Payne Haas is fucking outstanding, yeah. and Junior Paula, our bench was a, a bunch of animals compared to their their bench. Nearly two hundred meters. Finish on the front all the time, but all the time. But Latrell was outstanding. What he did, I don't think. I, I think. I think the narrative right now should be Latrell's. Like it's Latrell's origin. You know what I mean? Everyone's going, "Oh, Tommy Turbo" and all this kind of stuff. I love Turbo, but the game was won from Latrell. Not yeah. one, but like he was just schooling blokes. Proper. Give me a look at these stats. He made 154 metres, and they're tough metres too. I think the thing with Mitchell as well, I don't know what it is, but there's something about him that people look past his ability and they look at him, they don't like him, oh, he's a, he does this and he does that. I'll tell you what, as a footballer, when he's on, I don't think there's a more damaging footballer in the NRL. And that's and that's taking into account every single person that plays, I don't know a bloke that can grab the game by the scruff of the neck like Trell Mitchell can. And he did last night. People said he's not an origin player. I'll tell you what. He topped the meters. He topped the meters in both teams. And he's a left side center. Mm. He beat everybody. So look look at those stats. He's getting, and he's getting so much defense around him. He's getting, he's getting um, the inside defense and then the outside. And he's creating so much. He's doing ones off the, off the nine. You know what I mean? The yards that he's getting, the meters that he's he's earning every yards. meter. Yeah. He's not getting stuff off the kickoff. He's not getting all these kind of um, the dropouts and stuff. He's getting ball like too wide, so you defense is moving straight up on him. So the yards after contact and everything like that, outstanding, mate. He's um ridiculous. Not what about this? Like David Feeder, he led the meters on um, Queensland, didn't he? Fifteen hit ups, hundred and sixteen meters, and everyone thought he had a bad game. I'd hate to see him have a good game if he's gonna if he's gonna rip those meters out. Um, but as you, as you said, outside back, look at this: 181 meters, 215. Latrell, 154. Turbo, 160. Oh, Turbo led. Sorry, fuck. Yeah, but there was some there was some long yeah, distance, I don't, long I don't, range tries as well yeah. with him. So I don't trust the Telegraph stats anyway. <laughs> I, look, my 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 issue with Queensland is that they have just been towed up. Not only have they been towed up, they haven't really got a huge amount of personnel changes yeah. that they can do. And I think that New South Wales side just gets better. Well, players like Crichton, he would have been one of the first back rows picked. Mm. He can't get in the side. No. There's no way Freddie's going to change that side. Um, who else would you pick for Queensland? What would you do in the back know. row? What would you do in the front row? Who's there? They're Why the best they've got. That's the thing. They are the best they've got. And, and last year... They said that they and, – and again, I come back to it because I think this year's Queensland side would beat last year's Queensland side. If you put them on paper and you played them against each other, mm. they win. This year's side wins. So the only difference is Wayne Bennett versus Paul Green, mm. right? Because Fittler's the same. They didn't You've look got, up for it, mate. They didn't look up for it. You know, like you can tell, you can tell by the, the first, you know, 10 sets – from New South Wales and defensively from Queensland, 
We were making 50 to 60 metres a set. Traditionally in origin, you're probably making 40 metres and, and less every set. And they're making 60 plus. Mm. Our outside backs were just monstering them. You know, like even starting Jake, starting Jake and having um, Junior Paulo and Payne Haas coming off the bench and just absolutely killing it. That was a game changer. So mm. when so when Jake and Jake does all the little things that people don't know, he doesn't do all the big busting busting runs and all that kind of stuff. But his defense around the middle was unbelievable. Isaiah Yo, what he did in the seventy seventh minute when he saved that try, that was great. That is an Origin moment, and that's what Origin's about. Mm. He didn't have to. He didn't have no right to save that try. Could have been, you know, fifty to fifty to ten. Mm. Happy with that, aren't you? No, no, not him. He's he's one of those players. He's an Origin player. That was an Origin play, and that's one of the things that Freddie will be replaying. Freddie won't be replaying many tries. Not much at all. He'll be, re, he'll be replaying it. Daniel Saifidi try, straight through the middle, and that defense. That's that was outstanding. Well, even like anybody who knows that knows the game at all, you're looking at it going, yep, that's an Origin play. No need to be there. Still there, still turned up. And that's that was brilliant. And that's what Freddie wants. And that's what Freddie's installed in these guys. And it's amazing. Well, speaking about origin plays, the big thing that was one of the big things before the game was how would origin be refereed? How would the referees approach the game? Is it going to be different for referees or whatever? And you gotta say, it was one hundred percent refereed differently than what an NRL game is. Now, yeah. is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is the consistency that they're talking about, is that now all of a sudden because there's more money involved and there's more eyes on, it becomes more important that they just take the foot off the pedal a little bit with all these penalties? Let's just really dissect that whole uh, whole of last week with you know the refs coming out. and It's all about like just... Like clickbait stuff, and the, you know it was front page of the Telegraph and all that kind of stuff. Like these players had an inside run. I suppose it was, I was with Badge, like on the during the week. He said that the players already knew that the ref what that they weren't going to ref the same as in Magic Week and all that sort of bullshit. Because it's Origin, everyone knew that, so the players knew that they can go out there and get a little bit wild. Because there's a couple of incidences there where they should have been sin bin if they were going off what happened on Magic Week. So don't you, I look at that and just say, oh god, just fucking shit media again. You know what I mean? Just like another story. You know, it's not a bullshit. It's origin. Anything they say, refs say this, this, that. It's a big story. It's clickbait. It's views. It's comments and bullshit. Like the players did not care at all because they got the inside run. You know well, what I mean? So both teams knew that they'd come out there. They could push it a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I think, yeah, they, they don't really care. I, I looked at that one. Ugh, who cares? It's not because I, you know, if you know, you know. It's just like it's not going to get ref the same as a club because it never has. Because if you look at it realistically, that Fodawaka late hit, yeah. he's, he's got a week for it. Now, that was – I mean, he was late. There's no question he was late. The felt hit on Cam Murray, he was genuine contact to the head. Yep. If that's a club game at Magic Round or beyond – Ten minutes. That's ten in the mid, 100%. wasn't even Two a penalty. You know? yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. So the players knew they can get away with a little bit more, and they always do because it's origin. Regardless of what it says in the paper, all that kind of bullshit, sells papers. That's it. All right, so if that's the truth, and, and, and you look at the ratings, so the ratings for... It is 100%. This yeah. origin... I said it. Yeah. All right. Well, now you've said it, but looking at it realistically, Will, what credibility does that then give the NRL's new crackdown if they're saying, all right, well, three games a year, we're going to just turn a blind eye to whatever, but we really care about player welfare and we can't do this. 
if they then turn around for three games of the year and say, you know what, Nathan Cleary, go out there with half your head knocked off, that's mm. sweet. Cam Murray, you stumble around and you've clearly failed an HAO, but you keep playing, champ. Yeah. How's the credibility for the NRL all of a sudden? Well, all of a it's still the same because they've probably got no credibility. Really? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, come out and say some shit. They don't really stick by what they're doing. Inconsistency all the time. So I think a lot of people are just used to the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, yeah, we're gonna be it's gonna be ref the same as Magic Round. No, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't. You just proved it again. Mm. Like I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching it and I know for a fact that it's gonna be ref different. And it just and it happens. And this week it probably changed again. And that's why people get frustrated. And that's why coaches and players, fans get frustrated. I can understand why, because it's just a load of shit. Everything they say, they just it's just for just to appease someone else. It's unbelievable. And, I, and, and I'm, the, just, I'm used to it because I'm just – it's just a shit show. The thing is as well, like you look at last year with the ratings, so there's no question that Origin is a money spinner for the NRL. There's no question at all. And so last year at the end of COVID, they have the Origin at the end of the year and it rates, I think, $1.6 million for – Was that last whatever. year? That was last year. Now, all of a sudden, the ratings for this one, at the peak of it, it was 3.1. So they know wow. they, got, they got more eyes on it's partially because it's mid-year and people, yeah. you know, people were over footy by the end of last year. Mm. They were playing at Christmas Day, basically. But all of a sudden now you go, all right, well, you know you've got more eyes on. So surely that's when you do have to actually – if you're going to worry about little Johnny playing footy, then that hit on felt or when Cameron Munster's kicked Liam yeah. Martin, you've got to deal with that. But no, they haven't. Well, they don't – as I said, they really don't care. It's just about putting – they put a message out there and they just do another thing. It's just the way they do it all the time. So um, a person like me who's seen this all before, it's just the same old news. Mm. You know what I mean? I just don't really care. Whatever the, whatever's in the paper, whatever they say and mean, they just do another thing. So I knew it was going to get refed another way. The players knew that, and that's why that, that's why they did that. That's why they played like that, because it does happen. I mean, when I was playing Origin, you knew you could go out there and get real wild, and there was no repercussions to your, to your actions. Mm. Test matches and shit like man, the time I had a, in two thousand six when I had a fight with Field, and then uh, hit hit the halfback in the head. I would have been sent off and got ten weeks right now. You nearly killed that halfback. All they said was, "Willie, settle down." The re- <laughs> <laughs> settle down. I said, "Yeah, no worries." Which Next one? minute, bang. after which? Yeah, one did which, they after settle? which incident? <laughs> after which? Of and the I've watched shit like that go band. down. Watch shit like that go down. It's like the game's become a lot a lot more tame. The players are awesome. Their, their tackle tech is amazing. They're trying to. Like, imagine getting, like, I don't know um, how to explain it. I like just say the evolution of the game, but the rule changes with it. These guys are big, strong, fast, athletic, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you keep changing, you keep moving the goalposts a little bit, and they just keep evolving with it. But obviously, there's going to be mistakes all the time with tackle tech and all that kind of stuff. And I'm all, we've been echoing this the whole time. Shoulders to the face, all that dirty shit, get out. Then last night, they had the perfect chance because that hit felt hit mm. Cam Murray. That's. 10 minutes in the bin. Imagine if they had, if they stuck to their guns or anything like that, if they sent someone off in the first, like, two or three sets, people would be turning that, it would be 3.1, it would be straight down to 2 million. Yeah. They know that because it's all about ratings. Mm. Once they see that those numbers, they're like, fucking just keep it going because people are watching. Fuck it, who cares? Yeah. And those messages are going to people. The broadcast is broadcast down to this, 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 this. To, you know what I mean? It, it filters down and, and, and that's what happens. Speaking about broadcasters, first and foremost, I I missed the feel good thing because I, I missed the start of the line. But 
that thing that he does where he does it at the start of the game. Did he do it? He did it. You wouldn't have seen it, actually. Look it up. It's unreal. It's, he's, he's the best. Gus he's is the best. unreal. She was down the, the spine. Uh, so, in conclusion. Last, last point. Will this be the start of a New South Wales dynasty? Yes, and yes, was it, yes. <laughs> and <laughs> Look was at it me, a dynasty, front runner. I'll bag it, the hell out of the game next week too. Imagine if, imagine if they didn't lose that game last year and they're, yep. and they're coming into 4-0. Four. Remember last time we are on the verge of that? You were playing. Yeah. They wanted to shut and Origin then, down. And then everyone come out, oh, Origin's dying, All the and they're mm. all Queenslanders, mind you. But when you guys win nine out of ten, it's the best thing in it's the world. It's the best thing in the world. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think Mal Meninga come out and said, everybody who's uh, Pacific Islander or anything like that should declare themselves. So people like Toto and, um, and Luai, Luai and all these guys, you should declare to play for Australia because if you play Origin. Mm. Come on, man. Petro Sivanasivi played for Fiji. Lottie Takiri did. Tony Carroll played for New Zealand. Adrian Lamb. Come on, man. All right. Brad Thorne played for the All Blacks. Yes. Come on, Mel. You're better That's, than that. You're better than that. <laughs> uh, I think they're clutching now. All right. So it is the start of a New South Wales dynasty. Hi. Tiana from the Green Room Podcast here. Join me with an exclusive backstage pass featuring in-depth conversations and a bunch of personal and crazy stories from around the world with some of the biggest names in music, film, comedy and everything in between. These definitely aren't your average interviews. Come join me in the green room. Presented by the Handshake Agency. Check it out at thepodcast.com.au. Review, preview of this particular week. I think it's... I don't know. It's is it really? It's a, it's a bit of a dead round. How many, after well, it is. That's the thing. We used to play in these games. You used to love it, and how you'd be much? A little bit dusty, a little bit hungover. You got to you got to actually turn up. You're the best. You know, one of the best players in your team. And hey, the club plays pays you. They pay if they want to rest you. You have that choice. Do you reckon they will rest players? Oh, I yeah. reckon Tom, Tom, Tom's it. Tom's rested. Cleary's rested. Um, the blokes are a little bit busted. It's a big um, ask. It's a big ask to play the Friday game at six p.m. Sometimes it's different. I'd rather, I would personally rather play on that Friday than a Sunday because by Sunday you are sore as hell. Saturday especially, like tomorrow. I think the soreness would just be kicking in. So always around about 40, 48 hours. You'll be all right. He'll play the game, and then he'll be really sore come come Monday. Uh, but Jake's playing. Daly's playing. Daly's playing. Um, It'll be interesting. I think I think everybody in Queensland will play because they'll be just pissed off. If you lose an origin, you're playing for your club team. You definitely do, unless you're injured. But, you know, um, Tommy's going to get a rest, which is great. Well, let's, let's it, quickly rip through these games because I think, you know, the, the, the club games in between origin are always kind of crap. Not crap, but they just don't have the same shit. Yeah, no. shit. Oh, they shit. <laughs> All right, so the Seagulls, the Seagulls, Cowboys, the Cowboys really, um, without Trebojevic, you'd almost. I, I've tipped the Seagulls, but I. So do I, but I just found out the, the, that Tom's not playing about. I've lost interest. An in hour him. ago, yeah. now I don't want to watch him. I've lost interest in the Eagles. Yeah, now I'm looking at. I'm thinking Val Holmes is going to come back and just like try and kill it, and so's felt. And these young kids that played awful on the weekend, they're going to make they they're going to make a, a big note. To, to the coaches and everyone like that, I'm, I'm, I want another chance. Because mm. that's the beauty about Origin. You get a set, you, you might, I mean, not, the, not the, be- the beauty of it's three games. Depends if you get that chance. 
The Sharks and the Panthers. The Panthers have named mostly all of their origin players on the bench. So Cleary's not playing. And um, Toto's not playing. And yeah, I think a few of them are getting rested. I think Isaiah Yeo's getting rested as well. Well, he, they're, they're, oh, on, the, they're Liam, on the extended Liam, bench. Yeah, so, so I think, uh, yeah. Give him a rest, mate. I reckon he'll play him. If he plays and Panthers win, if not, yeah. the Sharks are a big chance. Give him a rest. Give him a rest. They can afford to give these players a rest. It's a long year. It's a very long year. Like, if if Cleary loves his players, which I'm sure he does, he, he'd give these kids a Penrith rest. Penrith are that if far they, ahead. They can just, they that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He's, got, he's got money in the bag. He's, he's yeah. fine. Like The Titans Roosters, uh, Fafita and they'll play. I think the, the Titans will probably win, even though I back the Roosters, because of the fact that they've got those Queenslander guys that lost and they'll be so angry at themselves. And embarrassed, they want to come out and win. That's what happens when you, if you lose an origin, you know, and your, your pride's hurt a little bit, you cannot wait to put another jersey on. And you can go out there. And I'm, I'm pretty sure these guys are going to rip right in. Big Tino. I saw, I saw those guys at the airport this morning, mate. They just look, they look, they, they looked embarrassed. You know what I mean? When 50 comes up on you, regardless if it's an NRL team, you're like, damn, 50? Let alone the highest score in origin history, and you're part of that shit. Come on. That's do, you know what I, do you know what I love about you, Will? I love many things about you, but what I love especially about you is that you've just basically tipped the Cowboys and the Titans when we're talking, and yet... Hey, no, I didn't tip them. You've officially. tipped neither of them. <laughs> See, 50-50. Mr. 50-50 on a call. Always. Splinters. Uh, the Rabbitohs versus the Knights. That game will be... Where do the Knights go? You, you obviously... You know what Old Boys Day means to the Newcastle yeah. Knights. And they went up last week and they they were embarrassing, to be honest. Terrible. And the the Eels, they've come off some pretty they haven't been great, the Eels, and then all of a sudden you've got I don't know. I know and we um I, I was gonna go up there if I if we didn't film last Sunday. Our origin special. So We're committed. We're committed. I'm a very committed man. And um Joey and all you know, I was with Joey all week and and BK and all the guys are there, and they, they, you know they had such a great night before, and they expect to roll up to the game after and and have a good time, and and then you know meet the players. They get, they get walked around the oval and all that kind of stuff, and it's a big deal for these players. It is a very big deal. They travel from all around Australia. They come all the way into Newcastle, and all they expect is the team to have a bit of a crack. Mm. They don't expect much because Newcastle on paper versus Parramatta, they shouldn't win. Mm. They shouldn't win, but they don't. Not not a scoreboard like not that. Not by that. That was not like that. It was embarrassing. The, I actually, you know what? Here we go. I said we spent we spoke earlier about who would Queensland bring in. Big Papa from the Raiders. Yeah, he's he's a automatic inclusion in that Queensland side for game two. I think they missed him. Big they time. did miss him. He's an enforcer, mate. He, he gets quick play. The ball. He's got a bit. He's got a pass. He hits hard. He does all those little things. Good plays. Really good minutes. So. Yeah, I think um, yeah, he's, he, he'll be straight. He would have been one of the first selected. Big shout-out to Carmichael Hunt, who's making his NRL debut after 27 years of yeah. not playing. Kay. Kay is back. Well done, kid. He's good. Well, he's, not, he's not a kid anymore, but... Pe- people probably don't understand. He, he's actually been killing it in rugby union for the last 10 years, and so it's not like he's coming into this game. It's not, it's not like, like he's, he's been sitting on a farm doing nothing. Yeah, that's right. He has. He's actually been playing professional sport, so it's not that big a comeback story. But you know what? He is a terrific footballer, and um, I think he was probably... Um, I think he probably could have done a lot more in rugby union than he did, and I'd be really fascinated to watch him. I think he's going to kill it. That's yeah. 
Mate, look at his journey. Have, look what he's done. He's went to AFL. He played all right in that. He's six, he was he was kind of successful. He's more, you know, like probably the most the best success story, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Got a little bit of trouble off the field, mate. That was a problem. And, um, you know, he's got his life sorted now. He's back in rugby league where, where it all first started. And hopefully he can he can finish the year off really well and play and hopefully get Brisbane, you know, with a with a winning season, which I don't see happening. But he's um mate, he's a talent, mate. He's he's freakish. He, he was amazing, mate, when he hit the scene about two thousand six, and then when he left, and he's he's had a bit of a you know a bit of a you know a bit of a checkered career at the start, but who doesn't? Warriors Storm, Warrior. I don't know the Warriors. Yeah. They're, they are what they are yeah. this year. The Storm win that. The West Tigers, though, I'll tell you, the West Tigers are absolutely heading towards <laughs> finishing seventh in the competition. <laughs> no way. They are. I tipped them no. early. They no, won two in a row. This would, be good, this would be a good bet for him. I mean, a, a, good, um, a good game for him. If Nathan Cleary's broken his cheekbone or whatever he's done. He's been cleared. Has he? Okay. Yeah. Well, don't worry about that next question then. Yep. And the Bulldogs and the Dragons, they're playing on Monday at Stadium Australia. Well, that is a bludger no of a game. Cares. Nobody cares about that game Why would at you all? put that on Monday? I guess it's Is it a Monday of, game? Oh, we skipped today, didn't we? Um, that'll be probably – the ratings will be about 30 people. And there'll be 17 people in Stadium <laughs> Australia. The atmosphere will be electric. Uh are there any big boys playing in that? There's not that many. Nah. Well, let's have a look at Willie's big boys. Ooh, nice. Nice. Willie's big boy. Um, this week is an origin special, isn't it? It's an origin special. So I only didn't really want, people. Yeah, I didn't want to play. I didn't want to pick the big boys out of last week's. Football because it was awful, but um, this week or last night, um, my first vote goes for goes to Jake Trebojevic. Even though his numbers don't seem like they're massive, you know what I mean. Like, the, but the stuff that I watch him do, and people who know who play in the middle and know and understand how hard it is, the tackles that he's, he he does and the way he stops people's momentum straight away is unbelievable. He's amazing. So he's got one vote. And they won the game when he was And they the won. He, yeah, it was already done after 22 done. minutes he did his job. Yeah. Two for Junior Paulo. These, he came off the bench and he was just what he was he was amazing, wasn't he? Like he, he just was. came off whatever it wasn't that many it wasn't big minutes, but what he did was just like crazy. Phenomenal. He was like skittling blokes out of the way. Make an impact, kid. And he came off the bench, he did that. His defense was outstanding. He didn't didn't do anything wrong. Good pass, good tip on, couple of good offloads. Defense was outstanding, but his hit ups were outstanding. Three votes, Payne Haas. When Jake come off and the, the the middle sort of swapped around, he was outstanding. How hard he was running and hitting mm. the line was scary, like scary good. Like he was just throwing people. People just hit his hips and just get knocked out. The dude is a tank, and he's quick. He's got some skill. He hits hard. He's got he's got everything. So he was. If you're talking about the best middle in the game. The best middle player, I mean, last night, it's Payne Haas. Like, regardless of the minutes that he played, but the impact that he had, just watching it live, I'm like, damn, finished on his front, I reckon, 90% of the time, which is unbelievable in an origin game. Well, the exciting thing for me, being fat, is that the leaderboard now reads James Fisher-Harris on 11 votes, Junior Paulo on 10 votes, and Payne Haas on 9 votes. That is Penrith, Parramatta... 
and Brisbane. And you know what? The chances think- of either any of those blokes taking up the Bondi Tonys one hamburger a week is minimal. I will. We can. We young will. Henry's, we will. We will. Young Henrys. Young Henrys will cut it in half. Yeah. Young Henrys will deliver to anywhere, so it's fine. They're going to get the beautiful Young Henrys. We're sitting here drinking the IPA tonight. The new town is great. They've got any. They can have a case of whatever you want. Henry, grab us And I will have one, Young Henry. Uh, young Henry. The kid's name's Henry. Seriously, I don't <laughs> think Uber Eats deliver. Bondi Tonys, it's out of range to all of those places. Oh, for me as well? For us? No, we're fine. Ooh. We're within. So yeah, we'll okay. just turn up to Bondi Tonys. We'll get up. And anyway, so if you blokes win, I can understand completely why you would just so give us. going back, like, have a look at these three big big boys. They're the best big boys in the game at the moment, aren't they? Well, when they you are in it, your eyes. No, I'm just saying, you, but if you, you watch, gave if you, the points. If, no, no, but regardless, if you didn't know, if you just watched the game and there wasn't a scoreboard, there wasn't really big boys. I agree with they're you. They're the three big boys. It yeah. just cream rises to the top. It does. All the time. All the time. And froth rises to the top of a young Henry's. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's and it. Done. <laughs> All right. One thing that we're not good at this year, there is no question we are not good at this. When was the last win that we had? Uh, I think <coughs> I no I won. No, I, okay. Oh no, you did actually. You yeah. did. You actually won. So it's been pretty average, to be honest. Not only. Do you know what's funny though? I actually copped the most shit about my bet for saying that there was an overs and unders market of forty one and a half, and I said Origin in the new rules, it, it's they're going to score points. Mm. New South Wales. Scored more points than the overs. So I'm a genius when it comes to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not so good at tipping who's going to win, though. But Harold from bettingsite.com.au. Harry, how are you, mate? Can't hear. He's going well. He is going well, but uh, he's not here. Well, we're back. Oh, yeah, he is. A bit excited. The Blues have won. I don't know what's happening. It's all happening, but we're all good. The Blues have won 50 to 6. Were they favourites? It's all happening. Was that, yeah, was we're that favorites. a good result? We're favorites. Yeah. Was that a good I result for betting side? Uh, no. I mean, for us, I mean, we, I mean, Willie, you were on Queensland 13 plus. I was yeah. Queensland 1 to 12. You liked Queensland at the, at the line too, Ian. It was a shocker for us. Mate, we were doling out plenty of money, let me tell you that. Yeah, I know. It wasn't good. It wasn't yeah. good. Specifically in those try-scoring markets, like I was all over Tom Trebojevic to get a double. I mean, a lot of people were on Latrell to carve up and things as well. Brighton Toto to get a double on Deboo. Like, yeah, there was money going left, right and centre for those blokes. Yeah. Obviously, the rabid New South Wales supporters don't understand the, the nuances that we know in a game for us to tip Queensland and 13-plus. Actually, do you know what? What's the market? So New South Wales won that game by 44 points. They did. Willie tipped Queensland 13 plus. <laughs> That's a turnaround of 57 and a half in the yeah, negative. Yeah. yeah, that's fifty seven and a half points, yeah. That's impressive. Uh that's, so that's big. That's big. That's the most wrong it's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> uh so I'm going to go with the Raiders to cover the line. I've got to give them another chance. The Tigers with 11 and a half start and the Roosters just to win. 
Oh, that sounds good. That can't Ooh. lose. Wow, that's it's, that's really reaching out, isn't it? Can't lose. Like sport, like sports bet, and they're giving you five dollar odds, and I kind of like it. Thank you. The Ra- Here's a little tidbit I heard this morning. The Raiders in any season since 1982 have never lost six games in a row at home, which, funnily enough, they're on the verge of doing if they lose to the Broncos at home. But Brisbane are conceding 30 points a game away from home. You've got to think, just if there's one game they can get at home, it's this. They have to get it. Mm. Uh, Tigers, 11 and a half. Um, they are against the Eels. They've lost their last six against the Eels. Would you believe that? 11 and a half. They are on the improve and everyone was saying, well, you've got to beat the fake Panthers team and things like that. So maybe they get a bit of a bone to pick with everyone and say, hey, hang on. No, we're actually, okay. we're on the improve. Tigers win that. They're on the verge of the eight. Correct. So, They'll finish seventh. Yeah. I said so. <laughs> I tipped him in the top eight, Harry. I'm- yeah, look, and, yeah, and the Roosters, yeah. We fresh off a buy. They'll be a bit fresher. Yeah. All I right. like that at five dollars. Thank you. All right, let's really go to like the winner it. here. Uh Gold Coast and the line. I'll take the line on the Gold Coast. Yeah, fantastic. The way uh, I've read this, Willie, so I was just flipping out because you've taken them at the plus eleven and a half. It came through to me at the plus twelve and a half. And I was like, that's eight fifty in itself, which is more than the value of your actual multi. So I just had to quickly check. But no, you have taken them at the line. It's just a typo. So yeah, oh, that's okay. good. That's good. All right, uh, yeah, Alex Johnson, anytime try score, which should happen. Mike Sevo, anytime try score, and I'm taking the Eagles at the line. Ooh, the okay. So three legs of this I really love. Tom Trebojevic is the only manly player uh, not backing up. he's, yeah. he's on the load restriction. <sighs> Okay, the eight and a half line. They are against the Cowboys. Cowboys have gone six and two in their last eight games. That that final leg is a little risky, mm. but I like the other legs. I like the other legs. I like what you're saying before about those Titans guys that they might they might get a little bit. Yeah, of, I yeah, think so. Get, I think so. Yeah, they'll what, bite down on the mouth guard. What I think price so. have we got for that then? And Look, who with? Neds are giving Willie eight dollars and twenty cents on that one. That's a good get. Yeah, I think you're in play big time. Oh, That's a good get. Uh, the producer. Geez, he's really um, had a good study of the guide this week, hasn't he? Do you know what? I like that he's gone back <laughs> to the horses because, Harry, he his bets this year have been nothing short of dog shit. And last year he had some success on the horses. Um, I say some success. There's, It's not his tips. He, he claimed that they were his tips, but he's got a bloke that tips him stuff. And he did all right. Uh He's gone in for Ramwick Race 5, number 7, Snippy Fox. There's a few people on social media that will be happy with this because they all want to know why the producer has gone away from the horses when he clearly has no idea about any other sport. Look, Snippy Fox, the six, $6.50 with sports bet. Good price. What are we putting on it? 50 Producer, 50 Yeah, he says so. 100 100, 100. 100 How much? We're going, okay, we'll He's go got 50. 50. He's got all 50. All right. So Sniffy Fox, big Josh Addo car fan, is he? Or no, him? he's just he just has no idea about anything. And so when someone says, for example, last week throws thirteen plus into his multi because Willie did, that worked well. Okay, all right. So, so someone's giving him this. Obviously, I hope look, the bloke knows what he's talking about. Look, come Saturday afternoon, we're going to put race five on. 
And we're going to see if the guy who is tipping the producer knows what he's talking about. So Snippy Fox, $6.50 at Sportsbet. Let's well, see. Let's, I mean, and if it comes through, let's chase the good oil again. We'll chase it. So I don't know. I, I don't get odds or anything down here. What I do get is I get sore eyes from reading your bet. <laughs> How oh. many tips? There's 700 legs. Have you been taking William Mason's? I like it. Yeah. I like Look, it. There was a lot of short-priced favourites in the NRL round this week. So I thought that I would – yeah, look, let's go for broke. Okay, so I've gone to Sea Eagles. Now, I did this thinking Tom Trebojevic would be out. So I've a third, a fr- early Friday game against the Travelling Cowboys. I'm going to stay solid with the Sea Eagles. Then I've gone the Panthers. I still think that only Liam Martin is backing up. I still think they'll be okay against the Sharks. Let's remember the Sharks lost to the Bulldogs, so they've got that in them. Then the Roosters, yeah, we'll take that. Rabbitohs 13 plus, I think that's just the easiest money you can get. Raiders, they'll get the win at home. Storm 13 plus against the Warriors. I think Nathan Brown's only won twice in 15 years against the against the Storm. Uh, Eels 13 plus. I think that I think that game will be close, but I think you know the way the rules go and everything like that. They'll they'll sort of blow it out late, and then the dragons thirteen plus. You're not going to believe the price I've got on this. Tell us. Well, the good folk at Sportsbet. I, I did some ringing around. Sportsbet said we will give you forty five dollars and ninety four cents if you enact the power play. Mm, yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you've enacted the power play. I've enacted the power play. Wow, that is a big bet. That look, is a big bet. Look, we will Admittedly, $2,000 and the kitty will be booming if this comes off. Yeah. Well, the so chance, it only takes the one. It only takes one. The producer's actually been in contact with Bungendore. We're going to go down to Bungendore in a couple of weeks and, and, and finally catch up with them after yeah. putting down. Um, we gave them five grand last year for them and Frankston. So it is yeah, time for us to really start winning. So we're actually out of time now because that bet went for about four and a half hours, Harry. <laughs> but, uh, mate, thank you once again. Bettingsite.com.au. Bet right with Bettingsite. You're a massive supporter and we really enjoy talking to you every week, mate. So you right. uh, you have good a good week. We'll speak to you next week. South Wales. Thanks, Harry. See you, Will. See you, mate. Gamble responsibly, people. Gamble responsibly. Uh, in big news, big news, Will. Mm-hmm. Big, big news. The producer has stopped cheating because I've actually started looking at him now after jumping yeah. out to a like a... <laughs> You're in the front. Uh, yeah, of course I am. Uh, he's jumped out to a big lead when obviously none of us were looking at what he was doing, mm. but he was cheating. Yeah, It's official. He's a massive, massive fraud. And I'm back in front, where I should be. Mm-hmm. So I think looking at the teams this week, we have literally all tipped exactly the same thing, which is... Shit. You, you read yours and, and then... Yeah, Eagles, Panthers, Roosters, Rabbits, Raiders, Storm, Eagles, Dragons. Oh, no, Imbeciles tipped the Broncos. Nice. He's nice. tipped the Oh, there we go. I'm two in front now because the Broncos. I'm actually are feeling it. like I should swap a couple, but I'm not. No, go on. You can. All He's right. not even here, the producer. We can do what we want. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna back the Tigers. Yep. And 
Who's playing uh, in the Cowboys? Cowboys. Cowboys. Why don't you throw? Why don't you throw in for good measure? And why don't Titans. You throw in the Titans. Yeah, Titans. Yeah. All right. That's what I meant. Not the Tigers. No, no, no. I will go the Tigers. I'll swap it. I'll go the. See, this is why I'm coming last. As I do this. No, you go the Cowboys. This is good. Cowboys, Panthers, Titans, Rabbits, Raiders, Storm, Tigers, Dragons. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's good. I'll cover last. I don't care. Yep. You sure I don't want to take the Bulldogs? Uh-uh. No, that's one team I want back. All right. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still in front, so that's the main right. thing. Uh, we were going to do a Willie's headline, but we're not now because nah. we're running out of time. And we nah. want everybody to continue listening to us. We're going to do a Twitter game this week. We don't know what it is. What are we going to do? I'm at Camden for the State Championships Rugby Union, so it may have to be... Sunday. No, was, I'm there Sunday. Was, oh. It may have to be the Bulldogs-Dragons game, a actually. Sunday game? We could do the Friday night game. Yeah, I right. know. Do you know what? We will put up on our social media pages which game we're going to do when we work it out and when we're told what we're contractually obliged to do. But we will do that. Uh, we would like everybody to rate and review. We don't have enough rates or yeah. reviews, do we? No. Do you know how many we've got? No. Neither do I. <laughs> but <laughs> we need 300. More. Come on. Uh, we're on all the socials. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, whatever that is. We're on Spotify. Get on that favourite podcast app. Uh, And we would like to thank, obviously, bettingsite.com.au, Young Henry's, and Bondi Tony's for all the support. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Thank you. You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. 